welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. So we're going to be talking about Brighton continuing on our series of rating, well, looking at teams in the Premier League season just gone and their prospects for the season coming up in just two months now. Something like that. It's been crazy how close it is. It's episode 48 of the podcast today. As you may hear from my voice, I'm a little bit ill, so if it annoys you too much, apologies. There's not a lot I can do. But yeah, going to be talking about Brighton today, whose season I was very, very impressed with. Thoroughly enjoyed watching Brighton last season. They were always a very exciting team to watch. I look at games like their 4-0 drubbing of Manchester United, and it just shows the kind of season they had. They didn't, they didn't pick up points against the small teams, and then were able to mix it with the big dogs. So, like the Norwich game, they should have lost if Josh Sargent put mm-hmm. any power on his shots. But then they go and pack in United. They give teams like Liverpool, Chelsea, City, Tottenham. Tottenham, I think they beat, didn't they? Clubs uh, yeah, like that are on for their money. I can't remember all their scores across the season. Get that up now. But they I mean, definitely gave the big dogs a good gut of it. As you said, it was a very good season from Brighton. Finished ninth in the league on 51 points. Mm. Um, yeah, a very strong showing from Potter's Seagulls. But as the story of Brighton has always been for the last two seasons, they create so much but they don't score their chances. Again, this season, last season, expected goals of 54.4, and they only scored 42. I do think if they add a striker, they could genuinely be up yeah. there for European Neil places. Neil Mope is great for a bit of shithousing. Yeah, I was going to say. But for an out-and-out goal-scoring striker, there are a lot better players out, than, out there than him. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Right. And Graham Potter, of course, a fantastic coach as well. I think he deserves the England job, but I, I guess Brighton would never want to let him go because he's doing a brilliant job right now. I think if you continue to give him the reins over the next five or ten years, I genuinely think Brighton could be mm-hmm. one of the best sides in the Premier League. Yeah. So I'm excited to see the future of uh, Brighton over Potter. I now know after saying this that they're going to be like 20th. Yeah, uh, rock bottom zero points. Um, but I, no, I genuinely think this is a squad with a lot of talent. Definitely, certainly a lot they've going got, for them. They've got the mix, though. They've got your kind of older players, your leaders, your your, your strong players yeah. that are going to win you a point. Uh, you know, in a tough away game, and they're going to f- fight for everything. But then you have also got your young, tricky players mm-hmm. that are going to score your goals and create your chances. And you know, eventually will develop into fantastic players that they can either keep or sell in you know a couple of years, sell on for mm. profit. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think they've got, a, as you said, a very good mix of experience and of good young talent. Going forward, then, should we do our squad keep slash sell? Because there's not yeah, too much sure. to say about Brighton's season. Knocked out the cups early. Very good league position, considering I'd say the eight clubs above them have all had is, heavy investment. It, I mean, it was quarters in the FA Cup. Again, a loss to Tottenham. Yeah, I guess that's not that too bad. Was, that was quite good. Um, it wasn't quarters. Can't have been. Tottenham won in the semis. Must yeah, have been round 16. Round 16. Which is still uh, decent. Yeah. Carroll Cup, well, I have no clue, but I think it was... It wouldn't, obviously, it's early. Swear, no, it must have been earlier than that, because I swear Tottenham got knocked out to Middlesbrough. Who then lost to Chelsea, so it would have been fifth round for okay, Brighton. Well, they didn't get very far. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a decent achievement. It's not like they got knocked out third round. They got through two no, rounds of the FA Cup because it was the end. I didn't actually know it happened. I kind of yeah. thought all the, I thought all the round five games were over, and then I saw that game and went, oh, well, that happened. Top it was like on the Monday night or the Sunday yeah. night or something like that. Indeed. 
But yeah, we'll do a squad keep or sell them. On the keepers, Robert Sanchez. Gotta keep. Gotta what, keep. What a season he had. I, yeah, I think he's a very, very strong keeper. Long term, probably not the best option. But you can turn him into a backup in about five years' time. Mm. I think he's fine for now. Lossie, and he, we, he did play. He has played back. He played back up to Matt Ryan for two years. Yeah, so indeed. Well, I think now at this point of his career, he's going to be want to be playing regular football. He's twenty-four to be fair, so he's only going to get better over yeah. the next few years. Uh, then Kiel Sherpin as backup. I think he's a fine backup. Absolutely no need. But Coles for concern there. If you're gonna, I think that's the thing. If you're Brighton, if you're gonna go get a goalkeeper, do mm-hmm. not bring in a backup keeper. Bring in a starting, very good goalkeeper. Then save to Sanchez. Are you happy to sit bench, or do you want to? Leave? I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can bench Sanchez. He's young. He's only gonna get better. I. I think they're happy with the young goalkeeper yeah, in that role. Maybe a better backup, Shepin. Yeah. Well, mm. with Forster currently on the market, obviously. Oh, to be fair, Forster's gone Tottenham now. But who's the other one? Uh, Sam Johnson's on the market. Yeah. Potentially a very good backup option there if he doesn't go to uh, Man United or something like that. And then Jason Steele. He's going to be there forever. How old is He's 31 now. He's, he's not. He um, ticks the home exactly. ground. Exactly. And then Thomas McGill, some young keeper Same I've way, never yeah. heard of. Tarek Lamptey. Got a key. What a signing that. Indeed. Absolutely robbed Chelsea. Absolutely and I don't, robbed Chelsea. I, the thing is, I don't see a potential suitor right now for Lamptey that's a perfect and fit. For Brighton, if Lamptey can stay fit, then they will have an exceptional suit. Because again, he was injured for most of this season. He was injured for all of last season. If he can stay fit mm. for the majority of the season, he isn't going to the World Cup, so he hasn't got that to worry about. If he can stay fit for the majority of the season, then he definitely, definitely can... Um, yeah, I, th- I think you need to give him a full campaign. If he then puts together a really good run of form and can potentially then sell him for yeah, upwards yeah. of 50. Uh, but yeah, right now you're not going to be getting too much for him because obviously he's very injury prone. He's not really proved himself at the highest level. He's shown he's very, very talented, but... but not over a sustained period of time yet because of those injuries concerns, as you mentioned. Next up then, Mark Kukurea. And I think we might upset some Brighton fans here. I don't know what you're going to say, but I, uh, I'm i on the fence about Kukurea. If City come knocking with the right price, sell. Mm, exactly, exactly that. So Brighton apparently want between 40 to 60 mil. I think you, you just can't refuse that. I think especially with Borna Sosa on the mm. market, with David Raum on the market, there's great options yeah. out there in other leagues. So you can go you and get for 10 get. mil, sell Kukurea at 50. I think you've smashed it there if you're Brighton. I mean, that's a big, I think that would be a big profit as well. They sell him for 50. And then, yeah, uh, well, yeah, they sign him for 15 from Hatafe. Uh, and then if you have, um, you bring in a Borna Sosa or David Raum for 10 to 15 uh, mil. Yeah. Potentially, you're saving yourself 30... Well, you're making yourself 35 mil there. I definitely think a Ram or a Sosa would be I don't as think, good or better. Well, I was going to say, they're not, they're not a huge downgrade on Mark Kukurea. So, no, I think if you can give Kukurea so, yeah, to City for 50 for me, mil... Kukurea depends on the price. Or potentially even negotiate a swap with Zinchenko. So, if you get 30 yeah. plus Zinchenko... You, I think you smashed it there as well. And he can definitely can play left wing back as well. Because he he can, yeah, we can play left back, left wing back, play in the middle of the field if you want yeah. him to. So you've got options there. Uh, Adam Webster up next. Then I don't know how often he played last Decent season. Have a look. He always scores against Chelsea. Two two appearances, two um, goals. Yeah, has a he's, he's a decent defender. I just keep him this season. Yeah. No. no, no yeah. No rush there. Lewis Dunk. 
leader. Gonna gotta keep. Yep. Keep keep at the club as well. Shane Duffy. Don't really care. I, if sell him. If if there's people interested, sell him. If there's not, just keep him around. Uh, if you can bring in a centre back, sell him. If not, yeah. they'll be uh, weak on numbers. And then Joel Veltman as well is the only other first team here. Joel Veltman, good backup. Yeah. So I mean, they don't have any cover at left back. Veltman's their only cover at right back. So definite Need in, mm. investment needed yeah. at the back for Brighton. I think. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, because they, they are lacking in terms of depth into the midfield then well, they're certainly not lacking in yes, terms no, of depth no. Alexis McAllister Keep nailed on Keith fantastic fantastic player demonstrating further their brilliant recruitment out in South America on that as well they have just signed Brighton Julio Enciso uh, he's, he's a Paraguayan from Libertad I'll try and find his his stats he, yeah he basically just had a mental season uh, yeah. Fee of 9.2 mil, very, very strong. Very, 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 very good player, very good young player, and further demonstrates uh, Brighton's brilliance and, you know, Great. ability they to go and search players. out yeah, those those good young players. Uh, speaking of which, Enoch Mwepu. Again, debut season last season, did all right, mm. and he's going to get better. Um, Especially with uh, with Masuma leaving, imperative you keep him and start him, I and think. Again, this is my big thing about Brighton, he's another player that isn't going to the World Cup. None of their players are, I don't think. Uh, Adam Lallana, maybe. I, I, I think he's off, but uh, anyway. Pascal Gross. Actually, like... uh, he will be staying now. He His contract was running out. He's, they've oh. given him a two-year extension. Well, in that case, Got yeah, keep. keep him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a good, experienced option. How old is he now? 31. Another two years, he'll be 33. He'll probably head back to Germany, I yeah. imagine. I don't think there's any harm in keeping him around. He's not. A terrible player. He's not really starting, but he's not a terrible rotation no. option. Adam Lallana, on the other hand, um, 34 no, years old. I think if Lallana stays fit, he's a very good squad option as an experienced head in that team. He can come on and do a shift in the middle of midfield. And I think I think he's a decent player just to keep around. Because I don't think as many places a good go. And no, the only place I can really think of are like... Um, the Chinese or Japanese leagues just for a bit of money. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd keep them around. Um, decent decent rotation option. Yeah, I was just going to quickly check off on his contract situation and see how long he's got left. I don't know if it expires this year or not. So that's what I'm intrigued by. Yeah. Just give it a quick scroll through his transfer marked. Shout out transfer marked. What a website. <sighs> Honestly, I don't you think I'd be able to function. I don't know if you can sponsor us, but... They if probably you, can. Yeah. They've probably got the money. So if you're watching, if anyone that knows Chancellor Mike, get us in touch. We'll have a nice little sponsorship. Um, but yeah. That would, that would be brilliant, yes. I'm just trying to find, at the moment, his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Move on to the next... Yeah, it doesn't... Okay, okay. I can't find That's it. Right. Uh, I believe it's... I, I, uh, I did see that he signed a three-year deal from 2020, though, we should say. It runs out next summer, yeah. so... Let him go. Let him go on the end of his contract yeah. next year. Jakob Murder. I like him. I like him. I don't think um, Brighton can afford to let go of midfielders no. right now. They've just let Basuma leave. Maybe if they bring someone in. I feel they I are like quite Murder. stacked in central areas. Good player. Good player. And cover out wide as well. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, same with then Stephen Azate. Mm. Very good young player. I, maybe alone. Did he? Where was he out? Where was he last season? Because I, I don't. Brighton. I was going to say I don't. Well, I, I don't remember him playing. I think he was at Brighton. He might have been. 
because I think he played in that 4-0 win well, against yeah, Brighton fair enough uh, he's played he got nine games this season against United um, uh, he's, he's 23 years old nine games round. isn't really enough though I don't think no but again he's a good young player um, yeah from South America again um, they make some great recruiting out there Brighton and yeah decent player uh, yeah, next up then, Solly March offers cover at that left wing back role. I Experience. think with Kukurea leaving, they've got to yeah. keep him around. Yeah, I like Solly March. Don't know why, I've always really liked him. Yeah, they've got to keep him. Uh, next up, Moises Caicedo. Sell, and he looks like he's going out the door. Really? Anyway. Looks like he's going out the door anyway. Where to? Uh, can't remember. Either, I want to say Porto or someone. It is imperative that Brighton keep Moises Casado, in my opinion. Really? Especially when they're selling Basuma. Casado is a fantastic young midfielder. He only got eight games this season because he's 20 years old. The youngster's now coming through. Next season, he will start every game for Brighton and he'll be brilliant. Casado is a fantastic, fantastic player. Eight appearances this season in his debut campaign in the Premier League, I believe. I don't think he got... Yeah, no. Debut campaign this season for Moises Caicedo looked fantastic, uh, especially in that what 4-0 win over United. I know it's hard to look bad in a game like that, but yeah, Caicedo oh, no, 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 is a fantastic, fantastic headline. young player. Um, yeah, okay, keep him. Not definitely. a chance you can let him leave. He's what, so good. What, 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 no, no one's coming in at 100 yeah. mil, so or even 80 mil, something like that, so absolutely no need to get him, get him uh, gone. Looking at the forwards then, Neil Malpay, for me, keep him, but as a bench option. Ah, yeah, just bring him on the 8th minute, just to either time waste, or just bully opponents who are tired and win the, and win you points. Yeah, 32 games, 8 goals. Yeah, I don't, that does not, that says to me. You need at least 10, 11 to that's, a, that's one goal every four games. Yeah, when you consider that Pookie got 11... Or 12 yeah, this season. I, I think that screams to me, bench striker. Comes yeah. on, not a 32 appearances, comes on, gets a goal, either saves you the game or wins you the game. So Yeah, yeah. five big chances missed this season, one penalty scored. I mean, he missed that massive open goal against Leeds, didn't he? Just four chances created, 33 fouls, seven yellow cards. Aerial battles lost fifty seven to twenty four one. That's to me bench. He's too short. <laughs> yeah, but his shit out is quite. Yeah, I'd bring him on later on, but yeah, I do think they need yeah, to bring in a striker. And that striker can't be Danny Welbeck oh, starting. You... Welbeck's had a very good end to the season. Experienced and, all he, and he just comes on and scores. Again like Mopay. I think yeah, I so keep him around as Just twenty five games for Welbeck, but he got six goals, so just too shy of Mopay's tally tally in um, what thirteen less games? Uh, Eleven less games. Sorry, I don't. I don't think that's bad at all from Welbeck. A very good close to the season. A fine rotation option again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then on the wing, Leandro Trossard is a must keep. Ball, a fantastic keep campaign for him. What a season! Again, eight goals in thirty-four games. Similar numbers to Malpe, but considering Malpe is the striker and Leandro Trossard is out wide, that is yeah, absolutely Assist. fine. Five big chances created. Uh, three big chances missed. Uh, his assist tally was three for the season, so thirteen goal contribution. Uh, sorry, uh, eleven goal contributions in thirty-four games. It's not setting the world on fire, but it's a decent, decent it's season. That's what he for Brighton. Yeah, Brighton, indeed. Brighton's centre has scored loads of goals as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Julio and Ciso though is a potentially. I yeah. don't think he could start yet. 
But I mean, he can't do worse than Mope, can, can he? Surely. I think maybe if he came around on the side, he, he could prove. He yeah, can. okay, fair enough. But I, I don't think he would do. I don't maybe. know, maybe not first season. I'd bring him in slowly. Yeah. Because you see it so much nowadays, you know, bringing these young players in, give them loads of game time first season, they underperform and they don't get a chance again. Because you've got to bring them in slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Transfer news then. We did our squad keeper sell. We've identified they need defenders, they need attackers, they're yeah. probably going to sell. Um. Kukurea. Mm-hmm. And then we also briefly mentioned that Julio uh, and CISO, and he is yeah. pretty much the only he's the only player they've signed so far. 9.5 mil is quite expensive, but yeah, I think he'll do well. He's a little bit small. He's a little bit lightweight, I guess you could say, for the Premier League game, but I think I think after a few seasons at the top flight, yeah. Yeah, I think he'll be alright. And then looking, this is such T- something discussing Kukureya. Not anymore. Uh, no, I hate right that that website is the worst for transfer news because it's it, the title is never what they talk about in the article. Um. Um. But yeah, I, I I think Brighton. I think I think it's a bit like the Brentford one, where mm. we said they're kind of going a nothing season, and for me it depends on what the teams above them above them and below them do. Because I think teams like Villa and Newcastle will probably be going up, maybe. Yeah. But then teams maybe like a Wolves or West Ham could drop off a little bit. So I think they'll be roughly around the same place they are now. Yeah, so this says here Brighton approached Rem over 7 mil rated Marshall Munetzi. Again, a midfielder replacement for Juve Masuma for 7 mil... Great deal. Apparently, stats according to the Mail Online Sport are tr- well. Uh, it says Trump Real Madrid new boy rally and shout many. Uh, Zimbabwe international. I doubt that, but okay. Seven mil when you've just uh, spent when you just made thirty five from Basuma. Yeah. I, I think it's very low risk. Deal sounds good. I I think yeah. one of the big big the one problem with Brighton is they got absolutely robbed for Basuma. Tottenham basically walked in there, gave him a chocolate bar and a pound. And yeah, said, I think yeah, I think they could have got at least 40, 45. In fact, they only got, what, 25? Uh, 35, I believe it was in the end. So not 35. too bad. 25 to 35, something like that. more, but yeah. Uh, they're selling Leo Ostergid, Ostergaard, who I didn't even know was a person. So. Shame. They're really going to miss him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think same kind of season for, uh, for Brighton. But again, mm. as we said with all of these, especially the ones that we're doing at the start of the series, it really depends who they buy. Yeah. Because the transfer just started, there's plenty of time to buy players. We have no clue who they're going to buy. Uh, and also, Newcastle apparently throwing their hat in the ring um, for Mark Cooper. So, a yeah. lot of clubs are interested there. I s- Newcastle need to back. Yeah, I don't see him. Yeah, I, I don't think see Newcastle coming with Kukure 50, staying at the club. With Newcastle coming with 50, 60 mil and give Kukurea a monster wage, Brighton and Kukurea, I'd be so happy. So, pretty much the only news is that they're signing yeah. C, so they're probably going to sell Kukurea. That is about all for Brighton. Based on that, then, loose prediction. So, ninth last season, not a load of investment, but a few key players going to lose Kukurea. I don't think it's a huge loss. It's certainly a loss, but not Depends a huge loss. replacing with. 
depends on their Yeah, indeed, indeed it does. Like, they are going to need to replace him. There's no way they can yeah, let Cagrera yeah, leave definitely. and just play Solly March for the season with no backup. Yeah, that is they will get rid pure of it. insanity. Um, so Luke's predictions then. I think the problem is with this, it base, yeah, to base where they're going to finish is off of where how other teams are going to perform. Yeah. And that's tough to do without seeing the whole window yet. But yeah. right now, I would have Brighton around the upper half of the of the second half of the table. Yeah. I'm right at the sharp end, but not quite in the top ten. No, I think we're a little bit lower. Than a little bit of a drop down. Still around mid table, definitely. I don't I think, think the recruitment of certain be, other sides is be no much end, better. There'll be no in Europe, but they won't be in a relegation battle. I think, yeah, I mean, they could. I think they could challenge for Europe. It depends no. on who they who they buy for the rest of the summer. I think there's too many. I'm not saying Brighton can't. I think there's a lot better teams out there than them that could get Europe. I think their lack of players going to the World Cup could aid them significantly, a though. Little, yeah, definitely. I think it's something that people aren't really discussing too much, but. You know, you have the decreased lack of injuries. And it, yes, I mean, it's going to come down to which team has the better depth at the end of the day, really, as well as the quality. And players more willing to, f- to throw their boys on the line for Brighton because they've got, no, they've got no national side they'll be to playing Premier League, protect themselves. Carabao Cup, FA Cup, Champions League, mm. you know, most of all, some teams, obviously, you know, Europe. You know, everyone's going to be playing a game every three days. Mm. So it's going to come down to who's got the best depth, who's got the fittest players. As well as who's the fact that Brighton quality. don't have European competition yeah. could potentially be knocked out of Carabao Cup early. I think it could aid them. Yeah, all the way around. They get they stay in the Carabao yeah. Cup, do well in win the do well in the cup competitions because the other teams aren't focusing on it. Yeah, potentially. Like potentially why don't see a Harvey Vale, Sunset Bell, and <sighs> William back? Yeah, front three. Why was I thinking of that as well? Why did I go William? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I want to see that, so Brighton yeah. can take advantage of teams do do that. Indeed, indeed they could. That's about all for today. Yeah. Yeah, Brighton, strange kind of mm. time for them. I don't really know where they're going to go. always a hard team to predict what to do, because they never seem to do too much transit business. Of like well, they, big they, name say, yeah, they, they always go under the be- under the radar, and about two years later, you go actually this kid's been killing like, it for I years. Really, I, just, I, just, I, I didn't realise until like the last three or four games that Brighton were actually in the top ten. Yeah, they kind I of just float around that mid table area, and they go into the. This Moises Casado guy is a prime example of what I was saying about you know players that are just emerging out of nowhere. Like he's barely been the first team, and then the last like eight, ten games, seen him. Start actually getting some starts and minutes yeah. for Brighton. He's looked fantastic. I mean, he was pivotal in them beating Manchester United four 0 Still mental, by the way. Still hilarious, yeah, I think who've they got on the opening day, Brighton? Yeah, I think that does depend. What can they get? Will they get on a good run? Yeah, can they can they hit the ground running? Let's have a look. They play Man United away. If they win that four 0 again. I was gonna say potential for another four 0 yeah. or for Man United to prove they're here. But I think under Ten Hag, whole First new game. side. I take that. You know, it's a chance for Brighton to mm. get some very big points over a top six side very early in the season. And then Sky, Sky, they're in Sky transition. And again, and Roy Keane will have a hissy fit, and Gary Neville will be saying, "Yeah, get him out. That they aren't <laughs> good enough." And bring back Fergie. Um, but yeah, that's all for today. Then, episode forty-eight. Next time it will be Chelsea. Wow, what a tasty one. Hopefully they actually sign someone oh, before we do that. He is he is now well, who knows what's happening with Lukaku. It's not like it's been announced or anything. Um Yeah, see you next time for that one. If you are on YouTube, head on over to the Spotify or on Spotify, head on over to the YouTube, share that over across the platforms, hit all the fun buttons that do fun 
things. And yeah, so this is going out on the Sunday, so next episode will be out on Wednesday, so look out for that episode 49, and then episode 50, Friday, Crystal Palace, if you're a big fan of the other birds. Eagles. um, Yeah, if you hate seagulls, love the eagles, look out for that on Friday, but yeah, make sure you keep your eyes out across the two channels, loads of content coming up in the next two weeks. Uh, We'll probably have a little mini break after either Palace or the club after that to do some Women's Euros content just before that starts. And we'll be live streaming that on YouTube, the Women's Euros game. So make sure to look out for all of that across the latter half of July as well. But yeah, thank you all very much for watching and we'll see you next time. See ya.